Welcome back to the Sandlot, nine minutes at a time. Today, we are joined by not only myself, Rachel Mummert, but also my co-host, Tierney. That's me! And we have two guests with us today. We have Sean German. Hello. And Johnny Powers. Hi. So welcome, guys. Johnny, last I was talking to you on a podcast, we were talking about hockey. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) We switched sports. Yeah, it occurred to me. It's like, hey, if she can talk about hockey, maybe she can talk about baseball, too. Uh, I know there's no visual element to this podcast, but I am wearing an Orioles jersey right now. (laughs) Yes. (laughs) She came prepared. I did. I'm wearing a Red Sox t-shirt, so... (laughs) (laughs) The AL is well represented. Johnny, would you like to tell us where you're from and if you had even seen the Sandlot before? I guess based off the Orioles, you should know that I'm based in Baltimore right now. <laughs> and I'm from Kentucky. My dad used to like coach Little League growing up because he was like big into baseball. But yes, I have seen Sandlot um, plenty of times. I love it. I actually put it on today in the background while I was working since I was going to be on. I was like, oh, just like in passing, watch it again. (laughs) (laughs) I love when you know a movie so well that it can just be, Mm -hmm. it can just be there. Oh, yeah. (laughs) That's the original trilogy for me. It's like, (laughs) we could be doing anything else because it's not like I'm going to lose the thread of what's happening (laughs) in Star Wars. And you have podcasted. I'm trying to think if any of your movies... I'm like running through now, like, have you done a baseball movie before? Uh, no, but there is a always a fun piece of the montage that has to do with a baseball game in the Austin Powers movies when they're doing <laughs> a, a phallic <laughs> joke. So, <laughs> Fair enough, fair enough. <laughs> so you're well versed. Did you grow up with the movie or did you come to it later? I feel like I came to it like somewhere in elementary school. So growing up, like like I said, sports was like a big part of growing up. I, uh, I was going to say this later, but I am Smalls. I am not good at it. <laughs> but um, my dad always, my mom laughs now because she's like, what, you have a baseball jersey. You're going to more baseball games than I've ever seen you do. Like your dad's turning over in his grave. Like he tried to get you into <laughs> baseball when you were so small. And I'm like, but I thought it was boring then. <laughs> We had the sports movies. We were on Mm -hmm. top of things. Sean, what's your... I'm using air quotes. I'm sorry. Leading (laughs) the witness. Leading the witness because I know. (laughs) What's your history with the Sandlot? (laughs) I'm I'm a a newcomer. Uh, Just recently see the the film. I know I've, I've caught bits and pieces of it on TV through the years, but I think the first time seeing it completely through was for the podcast just recently. Did you know who the great Bambino was? I, I, I am aware okay. of <laughs> <laughs> the Sultan of Swat. Yes. Yeah. It, it's kind of weird because there were there were a lot of things in the in the film that were familiar, and and part of it was just you know it being on TV or HBO or something, and be flipping through and catching a, catching bits of it. But also, baseball is such a part of the culture that I I grew mm-hmm. up um, in a household of, of not really sports fans, sports and particularly spectator sports. Watching baseball or anything else was not really a big part of my childhood growing up, and certainly like going out and having a catch with my father was not something we did, but. You know, baseball just permeates the culture. So 
you know, the, the, the numbers of baseball, like 406 and 755 and 56 and, you know, things like that, where, you know, even not being a sports fan or a baseball fan. And, and the one thing, you know, you're killing me, Smalls, was like one of those quotes that, you know, you know, a film has kind of really sunk its teeth into popular culture when you don't have to know the know the film to know the mm. quotes. And that was, you know, one of the lines that uh, that I knew even before seeing it in the film. Well, we start off with someone who doesn't know a lot about baseball. We start off with Scotty wearing just the best pajamas. Oh, yeah. I'm obsessed with this room. Getting some life advice from his mom, Karen Allen. And my heart grew three sizes. Yes. I, I saw the Samla. I had seen Karen Allen. Then I saw Indiana Jones, Raiders of the Lost Ark, and I was like, hello, Karen Allen. And then I went through a big animal house phase where I was like, (laughs) clearly Karen Allen is the greatest actress of all time and can do no wrong and is is perfect. And it's funny Mm -hmm. because, you know, I really latched onto her as Katie in Animal House and Marianne (laughs) Ravenwood. And it's just, this is... She is a completely different person in this, you know, the 60s housewife mom. And yet there's always that little, I'm totally reading this into it, What, whatever. There's that element of fun of her that mm-hmm. like, you kind of wonder like, what did Scotty's mom like? What was she like when she was a kid that this is her uh, yeah. advice to yeah. her son? Yeah. <laughs> Which I, I didn't realize until I was <clears throat> rewatching the beginning of this. Not this segment, but the movie. And Scotty talks about his, you know, his dad who died when he was young. And then he has Bill slash dad who he, you know, Bill, I mean, dad, dad, I mean, Bill. <laughs> but I'm like, wait a minute. Is this a uh, Indiana Jones adjacent? Where, oh, did you start like, doing math? <laughs> where, like, that, this could be our mutt. <laughs> <laughs> and his dad is just quote you know she just tells him he's quote dead and it's really indie <laughs> mm, I don't know I can't I like I, it I can't picture Marion with this hairstyle <laughs> it's a bridge yeah. too far a headband yeah. too far for me a headband too far <laughs> I do love her outfit later in this segment. The uh, mm-hmm. oh, in the kitchen, yes, <laughs> the, yeah, <laughs> she looks so good. So, so his mom's advice is to get out of his room and make friends, get some scrapes and bruises, and get into trouble. Yep, not, but too, not much. too much, not too much. <laughs> <laughs> this is this is the like quintessential mom role of like you want to be this. The, the cool mom, not the mean girls version of a cool mom, the actual cool mom, who's like understanding, gonna push you, but not like push, push you, just, you know. Nudge you, kind of, out of yours. Make some friends, and, you know, mom and Benny are really, they are kindred spirits. Yeah, she's like, no, you need to be well-adjusted, like, please go out and talk to other children. <laughs> <laughs> And don't play baseball wearing khakis. And <laughs> well, and what is going on the bill on that cap? Okay, thank God. <laughs> yeah, I was going to ask about that too. <laughs> is that normal? Like, it just makes him look even more like an egghead. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> so if, I always heard that as called a Hemingway cap. Hmm. And the extra long bill is for people fishing and keeping the oh. glare off and oh. all that. 
Oh, because there's like a fish on the hat. That makes sense. Yes. Then, yes. Yeah. Okay. You'll you'll mostly see them on fishermen, but then yeah, Hemingway had one, and there's a picture of him and the bill. Like the picture I'm looking at, it looks normal, but you just you turn him slightly to any side, and you're gonna see that it's actually sticking out <laughs> way further than uh-huh. it would normally go. Ooh, InsideHook.com. Uh, a website I have never visited before. It says, why Hemingway and Jackie Kennedy wore this fishing hat. I was just looking at that as you spoke those words. (laughs) (laughs) Great Google searches think alike. Yeah, Quaker Marine Supplies Oysterman Fishing Cap. So it was fishing? It's for fishing, not baseball. So that even shows his, like, Mm -hmm. (laughs) out-of-touchness with sports. This is the only mitt he has, and this is the only baseball cap he has. And neither of them are actually meant for playing the sport. Oh, but, like, a weirdly endearing thought that just popped into my head. What if that hat was his actual dad's, and that's all he had? Like, so he's like, I want to wear this hat. Like, that's super cute. Yeah, because it would just kind of be, like, left over in the house. Yeah, because, I mean, Bill doesn't seem like the type that would uh, wear that kind of hat or be a fisherman. Mm-hmm. And it looks, <laughs> like, really worn in. It, it yeah. looks like an old yeah. hat, so. It does. Oh, you guys, headcanon, I accept it. <laughs> <laughs> I feel like Bill has gone fishing, but mostly for the drinking portion <laughs> with his buddies, not for the I actual catching of fish. <laughs> yeah. I could totally see that. I could totally see him being the guy who shows up with the cooler and is like, oh, right, fishing. That's what we're doing. <laughs> what is kind of odd? Because there's – so Bill talks about wanting to teach him, you know, teach him to throw and catch and everything, but has not outfitted this child mm. at all. <laughs> That's like true, he's yeah. got – He's got like a toy, like a, you know, a four or five year old's plastic glove. He doesn't have a a proper baseball cap. There are no, like, there are no balls later on. And this is out of the segment. But later on, when when he needs a ball for the game, the only ball he can find is the signed ball. Oh, yeah. Although, obviously, there's this one. What happens There's this this one that we see in this section. What happens? (laughs) (laughs) There is at least one other ball in the house. Yeah. Which I always thought it was kind of weird. I mean, we'll see. I'm kind of jumping around in the segment, but we'll see later on when, um, after he has his game of catch, Benny gives him his extra glove. And it's like, he carries around this extra glove, but nobody, I mean, later in the movie, we'll see that, you know, lack of an extra ball will come into play. So it's like, okay, let's just carry around extra gloves in our pocket, but we nobody has extra baseballs around. Well, it's like, uh, maybe all of them have sailed over the fence. Every single one that they've ever collectively had. That's true. Yeah. (laughs) And so their parents are like, I'm done buying you baseballs. Where do they go? (laughs) That's true. That's very true. (laughs) Whereas I have the same two for like decades, but (laughs) I just played in my backyard. No, my my big thing was, so the two that I had actually aren't regulation size. They're meant to be for like souvenir purposes. Oh, oh, wow. My my dad went to a Mets game when I was six. And so I ended up with a bunch of Mets stuff, even though he didn't care. And I just liked baseball. And so they are the ones that they have the Mets logo on them. And the big thing of me and my best friend who was baseball obsessed, Nikki and I, we used to play. And we I wouldn't bat, obviously. And we would try and hit the ball hard enough so that the logo would imprint on the bat. And it, <laughs> and it did a couple. Like, you can see all these little, like, half moon blue things <laughs> of where we would, we would try so hard to hit it on the logo and hard enough. 
that it would it would print on the bat. It was like our favorite <laughs> thing. And now I think back and I'm like, those weren't <laughs> for the gift shop. <laughs> but but I, I still have at least one in this house, I know. So we got our money's worth out of them. There you go. I love that Benny is the kind of kid who walks around with an extra glove in his back pocket. <laughs> I know. <laughs> Just the king of cool right there. <laughs> and extra caps. I'm a lefty, so I my oh. heart sinks because it's like, oh, no, that. Yeah. Yeah. I, I'm the smalls, but I'm not even like compatible <laughs> with Benny's equipment. Yeah. So the mom gives him this advice and says, you know, Bill said he's going to, you know, he apparently this has come up before of like Bill's going to teach him how to catch. But it's very clear that Bill has no intention of actually doing this. Because we see him, you know, working, and I got really distracted by his cereal. Sugar crisps. (laughs) (laughs) So they were golden crisps by the time I came along, but Mm -hmm. they were my favorite. Oh my God. They're so good. They've got the crunch with punch. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) So I spent the rest of the scene just staring at that, being like, okay, yeah. Uh-huh. I'm hungry now. <laughs> Except they're not the same anymore. No. So, I mean, I guess it makes sense. Like, I'm looking at so much sporting equipment, and my kid can't do any of it. <laughs> <laughs> so, I, I guess things just come up, and I, I like that that's why the mom is like, no, you're gonna you're gonna do this now. <laughs> yeah. You're not getting out of this. And then do they play catch or do they have a catch? I know that's a big controversy hmm. in the field of dreams terminology. Mm-hmm. Maybe I would say have a catch. I was gonna say playing does not seem to be in the vocabulary here. <laughs> it's like failing, yeah. failing at catch. Oh, <laughs> yeah. Unfortunately. This- This breaks my heart and drives me insane because who starts with overhand? Yeah, we start with grounders. (laughs) I just, every time I watch him, I I, like flinch. I'm like, don't work your way up to that, man. Also, he's like, like rearing back like a, like almost like a shortstop or like a pitcher style, like throw. Like he's going to throw it hard sometimes. And I'm like, whoa, buddy, he's like a kid. (laughs) I feel like Bill had to have been a pit. Like maybe Bill was a pitcher, mm-hmm. and you can't entirely turn it off. Like he's for him, this is holding back. Maybe. Oh yeah. Which would explain like the background of baseball, but like it has no bearing on his life now. Yeah, I don't know. Get the mom out there. Let the mom throw. Seriously, where is the mom's <laughs> AAG PBL background? Like, so she's she's got it. This. She can. She's got this. She played softball in school. Like it's fine. <laughs> yeah. Oh, okay. Yeah, Johnny. When your dad was trying to convince you that baseball was not boring, did you have the backyard here? Put keep your eye on the ball. <laughs> he kind of gave in, and we did football instead. Mm. So I still did catch, uh, just very different ball. <laughs> <laughs> So, like, yeah, he just leaned into, like, okay, you like watching this with me. Fine. (laughs) So I mentioned I'm left-handed, and that was a problem because both my parents are right-handed. So Mm. my dad couldn't – and, all right, so here's the thing. My dad would have been a lefty, but he grew up Catholic in the 60s and 50s. So (laughs) he's right-handed and dyslexic. Good times. But my grandfather was left-handed. So they're like, great. And he loved baseball. Ha, here's the problem. He was a pitcher – 
it was the 40s, or I guess it was the 50s, but like early 50s, he pitched a double header and then couldn't fully rotate his arm for the rest of his life. Oh my gosh. Oh, wow. Oh my. He's like 15 years old. Jeez. And he, they had him pitch a double header and his Jeez. arm never recovered. <laughs> that was the oh, end of man. baseball. By the time he had a grandchild, he could play catch in the backyard. And so well, he is good, the one least. who taught me like, okay, like you're going to. You're going to do this and here's how we play catch. But he he still couldn't he couldn't pitch. He could he could play catch by that point. But apparently for many years, he couldn't even do that. Like when my wow. mom and sister, her sister were growing up. But then it fell on to me somehow. Uh, thanks, mom and dad, to teach my younger sister to throw and catch. <laughs> and so there, uh, there is a picture of my sister with a bag of frozen peas on her arm. <laughs> <laughs> Looking very pleased with this turn of events. And what's great is she's sitting on my bed because I had hustled her into the house and into my room trying to hide the fact that she was crying oh, yeah, from my <laughs> So, yes, this whole catch fiasco is very <laughs> triggering for me. <laughs> Oh, what about you, Rachel? I didn't I didn't complete the round robin. <laughs> oh. Yeah, we I I know that uh we had some playing catch as um growing up with like my siblings and my dad cuz I kind of played softball up through 6th or 7th grade. And we also had oh, it was called a pitchback. <laughs> it wasn't very I mean, it wasn't very fun. And I wasn't a pitcher ever. So it was kind of a a staple of growing up. Can't say I I had got beamed or anything that I remember, at least. So (laughs) I just got really distracted because I was watching them go into the kitchen and I noticed all the teal and I started drooling because I want teal. Yeah. (laughs) I also am, I I want a wall oven, a double wall oven. Like I dream about it sometimes. (laughs) I don't know what that says about me <laughs> and how boring and old I've become, but this this kitchen is it, this whole house, the wallpaper in this house. Oh my god! Yeah, I love it. I was it. N- noticing that earlier when they were going into the kitchen to ask about playing catch. You get a little glimpse of the wallpaper there, <laughs> which it seems like wallpaper's kind of starting to make a comeback of sorts. Comeback. I'm just like, why? <laughs> <laughs> my parents i mean growing up our house had wallpaper everywhere i took over a room that had wallpaper and was not allowed to hang anything up under mm. penalty of i don't even think they bothered to threaten death they just looked meaningfully <laughs> <laughs> at the thought of me hanging up posters in my room so and then i i flipped it over there was there was one wall that had panel like really cheap paneling and i was like i'll just hang <laughs> them on here because Dad said he hates this, so someday he'll redo it anyway. <laughs> I I think we we went the frozen bag of vegetables. Bill goes steak, and he takes it like right, he doesn't even like keep it in the. It's just like wham. Like yeah, he takes. I'd be like, oh man, like that was going to be dinner, but okay. <laughs> it's also like gross to me. Yeah. I don't know. Like I don't want a slab of like cold oh. raw meat on my eyeball. Like no, Wouldn't thank like- you. Yeah, wouldn't it get like, I don't know, E. coli or something? <laughs> you would think, yeah, right? Yeah, <laughs> that does seem like you're risking, I don't know, pink eye or something. Like, it just So there's actually, oh my God, this is great. 
I've Googled this before, but I just pulled it up. Um, Does meat on a black eye work? And the first one, is there any reason to put raw steak on a black eye? And it's an eye associate because every ophthalmologist in America just felt a shiver down their spine. No, they'll beg you. Do not use a raw steak to treat a black eye. And I also love that one of the results, um, I'm not seeing it now, but I know I've seen it before where it's like, this is just a waste of steak. (laughs) Yeah, yeah. The whole idea is it's, it's cold. Anything cold yeah. will work. Frozen peas work really well. <laughs> but like also his mom seems like the mom that would have like an official like ice bag or like some, I don't know. She just oh, strikes yeah. me as that very prepared mother. Well, maybe he's been indoors for so long that she's <laughs> like, this is, this is useless. Let me just throw this out. Yeah. <laughs> Everything expired. <laughs> <laughs> when I like how he says like, oh, it'll, uh, your eye will, your eye will still be black, but it won't swell yeah it's like it looks how scientific is that (laughs) yeah so that and that's the other thing that i'm saying is the meat it does nothing to heal it it's just it the cold feels good so look really tough sitting there yeah put put some meat on it yeah what the heck (laughs) (laughs) that is better than the lacrosse saying rub some dirt in it Oh, no, actually, I've seen that in baseball, too. Oh, Rub yeah. some dirt in it. That's even worse advice. <laughs> <laughs> That's every dad advice ever, though. Yeah. Yes, don't put raw meat on your eye, but also don't rub dirt in an open wound. Don't put dirt in your eye, either. Those are those are official yeah, no, PSAs from the Sandlot podcast. <laughs> yes. I, I know I'm not a doctor. <laughs> yes. <laughs> I know I shouldn't be giving medical advice on a podcast. It's like the first thing they tell you not to do. But I feel confident <laughs> in this medical advice. <laughs> yeah. And then we get a good look at his shiner. It's just... I feel oh. like it keeps getting... Oh, I guess it would. But even within, like, scene by scene, it's like... It varies a little. Yeah. Like when Benny approaches him on, you know, when he's in outside his house, it's like reddish. And then the next scene when they're playing baseball, it's like, bam, it's like black eye. It does vary a little. And that probably like real world, that's the makeup varying a little. And maybe it oh, looks yeah. different in like the different lighting and stuff. But yeah. And with his hat on, I think it. Makes it look in different. universe, you can claim it's the it's developing. That's how I always know when I've really done it when the bruise develops like immediately. Mm, yeah. You're like watching it change color, and you're like, "Oh no!" You're like, "I messed up bad this time." <laughs> yeah. Normally, this would happen tomorrow. It's like an hour later. Yeah. yeah. Normally, this would happen when I have forgotten what I did. I'm like, mm-hmm. "Why did I get a bruise?" Oh but- yeah, my husband did that to me the other day. He's like, "The back of your leg." Where'd you get? I'm, I'm like, I don't. Oh, I don't know. I didn't even I'm know I had that. <laughs> yeah, I'm convinced I do stuff in my sleep that oh, I don't yeah. know. Like, I sleep, do acrobatics or something, and like <laughs> wake up with a million bruises. It's the mysteries. Where do bruises come from? Where do bobby pins go? The world will <laughs> never. Know. Or hair ties. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so going back for a second to when they when they are having a catch, I'm going to say okay. having a catch. All right. And it kind of makes me sad that because when uh, Scotty, you know, instead of throwing the ball, he runs it over and gives it to Bill. And kind of like, okay, I think he is afraid to show how not proficient at baseball he is. Mm -hmm. But he's so glad to be learning a little bit right now. But he's afraid to show Bill how... Unprof- like, not proficient he is and it's kind of like oh his life was over 
And it's like, is he afraid that, you know, he won't have the patience to, like, teach him how to <laughs> actually throw a ball? Oh, yeah, like, if if he shows him how bad he is at catch. It's like, meh. Yeah, why am I bothering teaching this child? Yeah, yeah which is heartbreaking. And I just love how, <laughs> I don't love that he gets, catches a ball with his face, but just when they, sh- <laughs> the way they show it, it's, like, in his glove, but, like, the force of it just like knocks it back in his you face. You did it, bud. <laughs> Finally. But Bill says, well, at least he caught it. <laughs> I know. <laughs> oh, Bill. Oh, Bill. What I don't know. I, sh- I think it, it would be cool if it, like, he should be kind of weirdly proud of that uh, mm-hmm. black guy yeah. when he goes to play baseball with everybody else. Oh, yeah. And that's the thing. Like, nobody really, you know, they don't really say. They're just, they just like play baseball. They're just like, whoa, what happened to your face, man? They're just, you know, they just go on with, you know, going to the sandlot and playing ball. I guess we could get into the uh, the kids, although I did want to give a shout out to Karen Allen and Dennis Leary. Uh, I was joking that we have a player profile each episode, <laughs> and I figured this is a very mom and bill centric episode but it's funny because one of the things i had mentioned like oh and what did this movie mean to their career and it's like nah karen allen and dennis leary were were pretty okay yeah other you know it's it's not with a lot of the kids this is like their big role and it's like "Mm, pretty sure no one is being like dennis leary from the sandlot (laughs) (laughs) and i just it made me think of dennis leary a infamously a red sox fan uh, I'm, I'm gonna wrong sport us a little bit, but um, I saw him on a late night talk show once, and he was talking about how he lives in California now because he's an actor and a comedian, blah 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 blah, and he has kids, and in their thing they play. I don't know what the what it's called, but it's little league basketball. Hmm. And Mark Wahlberg has talked about this too with his kids, where these men are icons of Boston. <laughs> Like Dennis Leary oh, yeah. and Mark Wahlberg are not yeah. from anywhere else in this country. And they were complaining to each other about how their kids all want to be on the Lakers team. Oh no. <laughs> and I can't remember if it was if it was Leary or Wahlberg, but one of them, their kids were on the Lakers team and were like, these are the greatest uniforms ever, and are like dancing in the house and they're like, Yay! <laughs> my son! Oh, go kid! <laughs> and just the like, no, we can't, no, please don't. <laughs> You're hurting my heart. <laughs> I was really surprised, speaking of Dennis Leary, just seeing how young he is. Oh, yeah. In this. I mean, it's, it's, I, you know, he's kind of established and known at this point as uh, you know stand-up comedian yeah. but in terms of like his movie career this is really early for him and yeah That's he just true. he looks so young he does it's weird because she looks Karen Allen looks young too but I'm used to her playing younger yeah. so this is this is the mom role <laughs> yeah well at this point so she is she's a little bit older than Dennis Lear but at this point we had seen you know she, as you mentioned, Animal House mm-hmm. and Raiders of the Lost Ark and Scrooged. Yeah, we've watched her grow up. <laughs> yeah, so we, you know, yeah, we we've seen her before this. You know, by this point, it's oh, it's she's she's comfortable. She's mom. Yeah. Whereas Dennis Leary is still pretty new at this point in his career. Yeah, he's the grizzly stepdad. Yeah. <laughs> and we we as children didn't know anything about him, but if we had, yeah. we would have been even more intimidated. <laughs> <laughs> 
I didn't look into their personal lives. I know Mark Wahlberg has personal stuff that it's like, oh man, really? But Dennis Lear, I don't know. Maybe there is, maybe there isn't. But I just, I just remember his stand-ups with like talking about Boston and moving to LA, but also like having friends that are diehard Yankees fans and just constantly getting each other's go. So it's something that I don't know that I like grew up with it. It's not like he was a household name or anything, but I don't know. I just, I can't remember when I learned who either of them were. (laughs) They just, they just appeared in my life. (laughs) Yeah. Well, I don't know if it was around this time or I don't know if it it was before or later, or I'm trying to think like the the first time I kind of was really aware of Dennis Leary, probably on MTV, he did, I don't even know how to describe it. And I don't know if, if any of you know what I'm talking about or remember, they just, he, he would just be like, yeah, like walking down the street and giving a rant, not really a commercial, not really a <laughs> video. It would just be like 30 seconds or a minute between way back when MTV was actually playing music, like <laughs> just a little clip of, of Dennis Leary having a rant. And then they'd play the next video and just kind of little bits like that. Probably like the where, when I became aware of him. See, I was that very cool kid who went home after school and just put on Comedy Central. Mm-hmm. And whatever Comedy Central decided to play that afternoon was <laughs> yeah. what I was exposed to. That sounds like, our, like once I got off the bus, we watched... There would be like kids in the hall and then yeah. whose yeah. line is it anyway? And that was back when they aired mm. the British when they <laughs> Yeah. A lot of it went over my head, but hey, it was fun. Yeah. <laughs> my God, so much kids in the hall. That's right. <laughs> yeah, kids all but there were also there were specials that like we would just watch over and over again. There were some comedians that like I felt like mm. I got to know. I still can't see Wanda Sykes in anything without thinking of her, Wanda, Wanda, I'm wondering how you're going to pay me back for that drink, which is, I mean, probably to her feels like it happened a billion years ago, but that was the special they played in the afternoon. So yeah, uh, that would have been when I became aware of him. And then to see them play parents, it's like, yeah, okay. It's, and it's weird because I like, I feel like this movie gets a good balance I notice it more in TV shows about like middle schoolers, high schoolers, when they get a good balance of the parents are important to a kid's life, Mm -hmm. but the, but the kids are doing other stuff. Right. Yeah. This is, yeah, this is really good because there seems to be a lot of times movies that are kid centric. There's like, there's no parents at all. You're like, where, how are they allowed to do this? Mm -hmm. Which is, yeah, which is a little weird, but this is right. You know, for this time- and I, you know, I wasn't around. I'm not quite that old, but I remember, you know, a bit of the 70s and the 80s where it was, yeah, in the summertime, go out and play and come home when the streetlights come on. Oh, like latchkey yeah. kids. That was, <laughs> yeah. 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 So, yeah. So there would, you know, parents were around and you saw them occasionally. They weren't completely absent, but you, you, you know, a kid, you would just go out and play all day with your friends and just be home for dinner. I did not kind of have thing. that. His yeah. yelling in the door is is my like memory of and I had I had a lot of rules just because our neighborhood was near the highway and the hospital, so it was like a little bit busier. So I, I was constrained more than kids of this era. But this whole like yeah, you know, if I wanted to go over to my friend Nikki's to play baseball, the the giving your mom a heads up 
yeah. was very important because, mm-hmm. oh my God, if she thought you were sitting on the front porch and you weren't, you were in so much trouble. <laughs> so I'm an I'm a '90s kid, so we're ooh, I'm a part of the the Tiger you Mom. Just missed the, that. I'm yeah. part of the Tiger Mom, like too tight a rain. Oh my God, you're gonna die if you walk outside. Kind of parenting. Oh, <laughs> oh. so it's okay. I'm sorry. <laughs> My mom did not give me free reign. I had to stay basically on my block. But but as long as I was on that block and she knew, you know, like, because I, I would yell like, oh, I'm going to Melanie's. And then we'd end up at someone else's house. And it's like, okay, can she see? All right. So if she comes out on the porch, I'm going to see her either way. So it's fine. This is fine. But we can't go inside. I have to keep eye line with the house. And then my sister hated sports, not only because I beamed her with a baseball when she was like three. Um, she just was never that kid. And so it just never was a factor for her, I guess. But yeah, we were kind of that last thing where it's like, as long as you gave the parents the heads up and they knew about where you were, you were golden until you came home. And actually, a big thing with us, I did not learn how to ride a bike I lived in a very hilly neighborhood and it just, braking never worked for me. But Mm -hmm. I had a hot pink scooter and that would be left on the lawn if I went into someone's house. And so that for for the couple of years, the couple of years that that was my thing, that's what my mom would go out on the porch and just scan along until she saw the scooter. (laughs) And she'd be like, oh, okay, she's at Mrs. Rose. That's fine. (laughs) (laughs) It's hard, man, because you kind of can't help waxing nostalgic for that time and like romanticizing it mm-hmm. now i mean i have a almost four i have a four-year-old when this comes out and he ain't going anywhere <laughs> 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 i will drive you to your friend's house and drop you off enjoy <laughs> see that that sort of that's the born of the 90s you're everything after that that's it you're you're not allowed to Run as you please. I just realized I always assumed Benny had like a bunch of siblings at home. And I made that up in my head <laughs> while watching this movie. <laughs> yeah. Well, he kind of. But it, it sounds right. Yeah. Because yeah, he gives like a very like gentle big brother vibe. Oh, definitely. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And maybe that's where the other glove comes from. Okay. Oh, yeah. Like they just have like brother. a bunch in mm-hmm. the house and you grab one on your way out. That's kind of again head cannon. Yes, please. Yes. <laughs> well, I'm I'm sorry I'm keeping you guys so long, but we got to talk about these kids. Oh, the these other kids. Eight. <laughs> yeah, we meet we meet the team. I guess the the gang, the crew. And we get an Edsel cameo. Right <laughs> oh, that's they, right. like it's the front. I was like, holy Edsel. <laughs> <laughs> You bought an Edsel. I always just got really distracted by the spitting, but <laughs> I guess they're setting a tone with the Edsel and the Coke, and then, you know, it's like, but they're gross, so don't romanticize it too much. <laughs> where, where would you guys like to start with this? The world's worst Babe Ruth impression? Oh my god. <laughs> I love it. <laughs> I'm the <laughs> I always thought the Great Bambi was pretty good cover. I love that cover. That's pretty, yeah. <laughs> quick thinking for that age, it is very quick thinking. <laughs> <laughs> so obviously, I I know who Babe Ruth is. I know Great Bambino. I know Sultan of Swat. Mm-hmm. Are all these actual nicknames? Some of these I hadn't heard before. Yeah, there's one the oh I'd have to look at the crash something of oh, crash like the captain of Cra- or king of crash something yeah yeah I was like, I'd never heard of that one before. 
And I think a lot of what I know is from this movie. (laughs) Yeah. 21 Babe Ruth nicknames. Oh, God. He had that many? (laughs) King of Crash is on there. All right. So. Okay. All right. We got to do this. We got to do this. All right. This is a fan buzz, but (laughs) let's uh, let's scroll. Let's give all the baseball sites some traffic in the... (laughs) So is that going to be a thing that we do is give give all of our guests Babe Ruth nicknames? <gasps> Uh-oh, I think you just came up with something. <laughs> we should. All right. I'm going to I'm going to start Rachel since you thought of it. You you get to christen them, but I will say all right. So one uh Babe Ruth nicknames, the Mauling Menace, Ooh, the Mauling Mastodon, oh. the Mauling Monarch. Mastodon. <laughs> <laughs> the Satchem of Slug, the Behemoth of Bust, the Prince of Pounders, the Caliph of Clout, the Wizard of Whack. Oh, yikes. That's a little dangerous there. <laughs> yeah. Oh, just Blunderbuss. Excuse me. We need more words. <laughs> the Raja of Rap. That feels like it would <laughs> read differently in 2022. How is that not any like r- current rapper's nickname? <laughs> That's what I was thinking. I'm like, mm, we could do this. The Maharaja of Mash. The Maharaja. Yeah, that can be yours, Tierney. <laughs> The Wazir of Wham, <laughs> Herman the Great, the Big Bam. Ooh, I like this one because it's based off of uh, uh, his actual name, Jidge. Interesting. Someone saying George Jidge. too quickly. <laughs> Sounds like something I'd do. <laughs> uh, we have Jidge. the Titan, the Titan of Terror, the King Ooh. of Swing, the King of Crash. You already read the Colossus of Clout, the Sultan of Swat, Babe, and the Great Bambino. I'm still stuck on the Maharaja because my brain just went to Moulin Rouge so fast. (laughs) (laughs) Nice. Well, Sean, you're already the anger man, so. (laughs) (laughs) So I come come with nickname. (laughs) And I like, as people are introduced, first they go down the line and I will never get over Tommy and Timmy also dressing alike. Like they just, (laughs) they repeat each other. They dress alike. It's adorable. Yeah, yeah is one of my favorites. He's, he's so obnoxious. Mm-hmm. I love him so much. He, he has a soft spot in my heart. Yeah. I love him. Is it just because he gets insulted in this section? No, I think it's more of like he really like leans into his nickname. I don't because like oh, yeah. all the other kids, they're like, oh, this is blah, blah, blah. It's their name or like a nickname. And you're kind of like, okay, okay. But then when he's like talking, he's like, yeah, yeah. Okay, okay. I'm like, no, no, no. That's, I love it. You're, you're on theme. I love you. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> and just his whole personality and the way he acts and is. He has that energy about him that when mm-hmm. he does the yeah, yeah, <laughs> it, it's very fitting. I always just love, I quote all the time, yeah, yeah, so would my sister, but you don't see me bringing her around. Because <laughs> 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 he makes nine. <laughs> I can't tell you how many times I have used that as an excuse when I don't have a reason. And people have looked at me like, what? Like, <laughs> <laughs> Mostly because it'd be like when I was cataloging a book or something. Like, why did you put it there? I'm like, because it makes nine. And then I'm like, <laughs> it's the lesser of evils. All right. Do you understand that analogy? <laughs> We get just a little bit of their different personalities. We meet their hats, you know, an important part of <laughs> I was kind of surprised we've got a couple Yankees guys. I guess I'm not surprised. It's the 60s. So that's still a thing. Kansas City. 
And then yeah. the only one we're going to see Dodgers in a minute. And and oh, shout yeah. out to Dodger Dogs. I guess that's not a shout out. It's an insult. But um, <laughs> <laughs> I have to say as a as a child who was not very popular, really could have done without all these kids movies teaching kids really good insults. <laughs> <laughs> Like an L7 weenie. L7 weenie. <laughs> I love that. I mean, that's why I like Yeah, Yeah, because he's just, so what, you run like that? He's like, okay. <laughs> I'm done now. <laughs> Fair enough. Yeah, Squints is a little more, I don't know, he just digs into it. Yeah. Well, because he probably gets made fun of too. That's true. Because any, any bespeckled child generally does. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Well, so now he's moving up. There's like a new, there's a new kid. Exactly. Yeah. His so. ranks are one. He's moving on up. <laughs> I'm looking at the group of them. He is the smallest of those eight. Yeah. I was looking, to- I don't, I've already forgotten if it's Tommy or Timmy. One of them is very <laughs> close, but I think he is, if they are the same height, if not a little bit shorter, and then he has the glasses. So yeah, this is, this is typical. And I did it too, as a bespectacled child who got made fun of. Me I too. Can- Gave yeah. it good. But I wasn't small. That was the only thing going for me. <laughs> Sometimes that bites the other way. Too. That's also true. <laughs> but yeah, and uh, Smalls is standing so far behind them all. I know. <laughs> My heart. Yeah. He's like afraid to come closer to them. He doesn't know how to make friends his own age. He likes his mom and he likes learning. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> Nothing wrong with that. <laughs> yeah. He just wants to stay home and read a book. Yeah. And, and maybe like build Legos. He would fit into our crew. It's yeah. fine. <laughs> he's got his erector set. Oh, I love that. Tinkering. But he, now he's got Benny, his, his personal guardian angel of yeah. baseball. <laughs> I still can't get over the fact that his full name, first and middle, Benjamin Franklin. Yeah. Like, really? Yeah. Really? <laughs> oh, see, I watched too much MASH. That is totally <laughs> fine by me. <laughs> Did not even phase me a moment. <laughs> yeah. Well, I kind of took that as like his parents are immigrants and first generation, oh, so they wanted to give him a like very, real American a very name. Strong American name. Yeah. We will name him Benjamin yeah. Franklin. <laughs> okay. That makes sense. After the, you know, the yeah, the great surgeon. <laughs> <laughs> wait, wait. I was gonna say, I mean well. Obviously, like the timing is not right, but like, is it? Would it be like uh, if your if your parents like uh, learned English from a TV show that got like co opted across from America or something? Oh, I know there's been stuff like that, but I'm completely oh, blanking yeah. on examples. Other than my mm-hmm. favorite example of a a misunderstanding American, I want my kid to have an American name is uh, if you have not seen In the Heights. I highly recommend. Oh yes, it. I love In the Heights. And if if you're watching In the Heights and thinking, "What an unusual name!" It will pay off. Just, <laughs> it's coming. I don't want to spoil it because it's like way further in than I thought it would be. But we'll get there. You'll you'll get there. I should say. I've already seen it. Yeah, I didn't even think of that. That's a really good point of just choosing like the most American name. <laughs> I also do wonder if like maybe Evans, who wrote and directed the movie was a MASH fan, and even though <laughs> obviously the movie takes place pre, mm-hmm. like, he he could have slipped that in, because it's not like it's a main plot point, so. Yeah. <laughs> As someone who has written and slipped in many things where it's like, I'm just gonna do this to make myself giggle. <laughs> <laughs> I could see that if you were, like, into it. And I'm just watching him 
learn where left center is, even though <laughs> I played softball for many years. Do I still need to look up every single time I go to a game? <laughs> yes, I do. <laughs> yes, I do. I'm never getting over the spitting, though. I don't. It's, I don't understand. It's because mm-hmm. they like you watch baseball and you see your yeah. idols do it. They don't necessarily no, yeah. understand that they're chewing, that they're like dipping. They That's just see true. them spitting and have no context for it. I guess some of them are chewing gum. So I guess you would work which up was, enough. Yeah. yeah, which was the the way to get baseball players to stop mm-hmm. dipping tobacco Dude. on mounds was to change the chewing gum. So Bazooka. Yeah. <laughs> well, that's a good point because they – Later on, not in this segment, but uh-huh. later on, we we see that they do get some tobacco. They don't know how to and use it, and they don't they don't spit. Like mm-hmm. they they haven't made the connection of why. Mm-hmm. They just know we see big leaguers, big leaguers. They spit <laughs> and they chew, <laughs> and they haven't. Yeah, they don't necessarily make the connection between no. the two. So here yeah. they're spitting, and later they're chewing. And <laughs> although I'm pretty sure it's Bertram who later gets the chew, yeah, and he, he does. has the grossest spit, like the most. Yeah, ugh. he does. Audio. Oh. I'm so sorry to have done that to you. <laughs> <laughs> I was big into gum. Actually, I went through a phase in middle school where I chewed, um, was it bubble yum? It was watermelon flavored <laughs> bubble gum. Oh, watermelon mm, bubble yum. Yeah. Watermelon flavored <laughs> bubble gum. And I remember I went to England in seventh grade with my mom and she was like, they don't chew gum in England. And I was like, well, I better bring some then. Oh my and I'm gosh. pretty sure <laughs> wherever that suitcase is, it still smells like Oh my gum. gosh. <laughs> that was it. And then once I was playing um sunflower seeds were big. Mm-hmm. Like you couldn't play without sunflower seeds. Oh, like man. what would even happen? And then we always had Twizzlers on the bench for some reason. We were really into that. And then Someone took the field and was still eating a Twizzler, and we all got in really big oh trouble. They were like, guys, could you not? <laughs> At least eat red vines. No, I'm just joking. I'm oh not my a red vines. I'm a Twizzler. <laughs> I'm a Twizzler, too. A high school baseball games, because I still, I'm not like, again, I still wasn't into it, but I had a lot of friends who played baseball. They did the sunflower seeds, but they also still, they went straight back and started dipping again. So, Oh, wow. <laughs> They like skipped back straight back to that. But I did grow up in like very rural Kentucky, so that kind of tracks there. <laughs> That's like I grew up in Fairfield County, Connecticut, and I don't think I would even have known where is that a thing? <laughs> Actually, no, there are tobacco farms in Connecticut, so somewhere there mm. must have been debt, but no. yeah. not not down where I was. <laughs> well that though that mostly I don't know if they have Chewing tobacco, because isn't that mostly it's the um, different. cigar wrappers? The Connecticut leaf is big uh, for cigars. Well, it's a uh, difference between like dipping, so like cans versus like bags of like, I guess what people where I'm from call it chaw. It's like big leaves. Chaw. Which that's what they have later in the movie. Mm-hmm. I see. Oh, yeah. 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 I know nothing of, yeah, chaw or chew or any of that stuff, yeah. This movie is my base understanding point for that entire thing, so. That that and Jimmy Dugan. <laughs> yeah. Well, yeah, if you do, yeah, if you're doing period baseball films, you're going to get exposed to a yeah. lot of tobacco mm-hmm. and various forms. So the stuff that comes like in a like in a can, like in a tin... Because I guess I yeah. think what they have in the film later, it's in a yeah, bag. So is that different yeah, stuff or is it just they 
Packaging change. I do know he, he very excitedly says Cha. Yeah, so. yeah. Cha. So Cha is okay. like the big, like most, it, they're big pieces, uh, bigger pieces. Mm-hmm. You can get them like chopped up. I don't know why I'm telling you all of this. Uh, hi, don't <laughs> smoke and don't dip. Hi. Yeah. That's my PSA for the same Our lot. medical advice continues. Yes. Don't uh, actually so says, consume any of this stuff. So says the Surgeon General on the side of all of the packaging. <laughs> yes. So um, you can get it like f- finer pieces, but they're still larger, more like tobacco leaves. Hmm. And then the dip that you see people like pack cans, like Skull mm-hmm. or like Copenhagen or whatever, all those cowboy movies, like whatever. Right. Um, that's going to be like ground up, but most of the time that they also infuse it with like menthol or like a flavor. Oh. Okay. So the flavor you can get like straight up like Copenhagen, like just tobacco, but most people do like wintergreen or like whatever. And they have different like grind, like long cut, short cut, like s- super fine, whatever. I don't know why I know all this. It's fine. <laughs> I'm from Kentucky. I like was in the FFA for like a very long time. Like. <laughs> I'm very like low key country hillbilly person. So <laughs> no, this is great because I would have had nothing to contribute to this conversation. So thank you. <laughs> I'm learning so. I much. came on the right episode. <laughs> yeah. I am learning so much. I don't know what I will ever do with this knowledge yeah, outside okay. of this podcast, but I've you got it there in my back pocket. You never know when you need it, and you shouldn't put that on your eyes either. No, definitely not. No. (laughs) No. The medical advice has come full circle. (laughs) I got to look up the Yankees this year because... They're two. That they're the only hats double represented, yeah. and I feel like that is because this movie was made in the nineties. <laughs> Not that the Yankees didn't do very well. Actually, that was the infamous thing. My my grandmother, who is not a sporty person, had an older a uh, brother a couple years older than her, and I forget when in high school. I'd have to do the math, but she went to her older brother and said, I've noticed that boys talk about baseball a lot and I would like to talk to boys and therefore I would like you to teach me about baseball. Oh, and so my <laughs> oh, grandmother, very scientific. my grandmother knew like everything about, let's say 1952. I'd have to look it up the year, but like mm-hmm. Mickey Mantle era Yankees. <laughs> and then if you asked her anything else about baseball complete blank <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> like she learned what she was gonna learn she ended up marrying a man who would throw out his arm pitching a double header and that was it <laughs> she never felt the need to know anything else about baseball ever again in her life <laughs> but she she remained she would tell you die hard yankees fan and it's like who's on the Yankees, Grandma. <laughs> <laughs> oh, wait. I shouldn't say that because then Derek Jeter and A-Rod started showing up on page six. And so she knew them. <laughs> <laughs> she was like, that eat was your words. Age. I know. Two play. Yeah. <laughs> and who they're dating. <laughs> well, he's going to get to play. So did we have anything else? I want to give a little shout out to... um. To some that we talked a little bit about the fashion, we talked about the hats. I like the cuffs on the jeans, mm. the big wide cuffs yeah. where they just, you know, instead of like hemming or, or you know doing any kind of tailoring to, uh, you know, if the jeans were too long, you just fold it up. Yeah, <laughs> I like. I just like that look. Yeah, that kind of went away. Yeah, I don't like. I did that for. I I sported that look for like a year or two in college, and I'm not sure where I picked it up. I don't know, like, if I 
you know, if I, that's like, you know, one of the first times I saw this film on TV or like where I picked that up. But I did that for a while. I had, you know, really jeans, you know, they just come really long and then you're, I guess you're supposed to probably cut them or, you know, hem them to the appropriate length. And I'm like, oh, let me just fold them up and have like a, you know, six inch cuff at the bottom of the pant, you know, at the bottom of the leg. Yeah, I did that for a while. So I'm like, all right, I was kind of hip. Yeah, there you go. <laughs> in, a, in, in my own way, but yeah. I like I like the look. Yeah. These these you know, this is a stylish bunch of kids here. Hey, you're doing better than me where I would have the jeans that came down onto the ground and then you walked on the backs. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Oh, oh the early aughts <laughs> and the fashion. Mm-hmm. Not a good time. They were so even when you washed them, it was still dirty. <laughs> like yeah. Just, oh, yeah. The dirt the dirt just like permeated the fabric of the jeans <laughs> down on the backs of the hems. Johnny, did you did you have any inspiration from this movie that you wanted to share? Oh, like fashion inspiration? <laughs> I just met in general. Oh, did I was you like, have anything uh, else? Never but... wear that hat that he was wearing in the first thing. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> Benny would agree with you. <laughs> um, yeah. I guess like the inspiration I got was even if you're uncoordinated and like a dweeby kid, like still try because like you can be bookish, but I don't know, just like. Give it a go. What's the worst that can happen? Yeah. I mean, you'll get a black eye, but like, whatever. <laughs> <laughs> and I mean, spoilers for the rest of the movie, they do take to him. So it it works yeah. out. It's so funny because he says like, I'm just an egghead. And his mom's like, oh, and it's, you can Aww. see it in her face where she's like, I yes. don't want to discourage you from liking school, <laughs> but air is out there. <laughs> And I do like that they make a point of her. She makes a point of saying, like, you've been you've spent the past two summers (laughs) in your room alone. So it's not like this came out of nowhere or this came out of her wanting to live vicariously through him. It's like, no, I've seen what happens if I don't make you go outside. (laughs) (laughs) All right. Well, I guess we'll we'll wrap up. I'll just do alphabetically. Uh, Johnny, would you like to tell people where they can catch more of you? I've been guessing on a lot. Well, more more than more often than not recently so you can probably find me on some of your favorite mxm podcasts so please go check out the moviesbyminutes.com and find your favorite uh movie and who knows i will probably will be in there at some point if i'm not already <laughs> um but then i also do the austin powers minute i will not make austin powers jokes <laughs> even though i just mentioned <laughs> that i was in england in 1997 <laughs> and it was the time uh <laughs> Sean, how about you? Yeah, so I've got a a podcast that I do occasionally with my brother. We cover... Movies and TV and music and all kinds of pop culture stuff. Uh, it's the the next scene at nextscenepod.com and we're we're taking on pop culture one scene at a time. And then uh, I also do I do the occasional guest appearance like like I'm doing here today. And you can find that my main site is catandshawn.org and it's a uh, cat c a t like uh, like the animal and Sean s c a n catandshawn.org. And then I link yeah links to uh, yeah all my podcast hosting stuff and all my guest appearances. Like this one. You always feel so cool. <laughs> and then you realize how much work it is to maintain a website. <laughs> all the it's like, I'm so yeah, awesome. I yeah. need a website to contain all my podcast stuff. And then you're like, I have to do a yeah. website now. now. I gotta, <laughs> I gotta, now I got to maintain a yep. website and update it whenever a 
guest appearance gets released. Well, I'm glad you made the sacrifice to be on our show today. <laughs> thank you, Sean. Yeah. Thank you, Johnny. Thank yeah, you. thank you for having us. Yeah, it was really fun. And I, I'm excited to see how Scotty does. No, I'm not excited. I know what happened. <laughs> uh, but it's, it's going gonna, it's gonna to work out. I know it. Yeah. <laughs> So, Rachel, yes. What should what should they do <laughs> to hear? They should come back for some more Sandlot minutes. <laughs> <laughs> I'm never getting over it. I will make you do it every time. <laughs> I will gladly do it every time. <laughs> My super golden crisp cereal with eight vitamins makes this nutritious breakfast really neat. I just love that sweet crispy wheat. Yeah. 